Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. All right. That's the music. It must be a new week. Looks like Monday outside. Todd, how's it going? <laughs> Looks like Monday outside. Looks like Monday outside. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's Northwest Indiana weather, buddy. It uh, one day it, it snowed a day last week, and now it's a, it looks we're, we went from winter. We regressed. We went back to winter. Now we're in a fall type situation. Later this week, it's going to be like spring, and by the end of the week, it's eighty degrees. I don't yeah. get it. I don't get it. Same thing here in Pennsylvania, dude. Same thing. But it is, it's time for your daily scrum. I'm professional scrum trainer Ryan Ripley. That is professional scrum trainer Todd Miller over mm -hmm. there, over yonder. Uh, oh, here. I, I forgot. I got to put um, Grogu out. Hey, Grogu. Just work, on it. work on painting today with Bob Ross. Yeah. yeah. So, what we're trying to do here is just help make your scrum practices a little bit better each and every day, give you something to consider. And hopefully, this topic helps you out. Uh, today is one that we get in every single class. Yeah, I'm pretty confident saying that. We are behind schedule. Should we add more people? What do you think, Todd? Yeah, I know this one's especially important to you because of the leadership class and, and uh, being a steward there and talking about this. I've never been in a circumstance where you add more people and it actually enabled you to deliver. Yeah, this is just... Um... It's, it's not a short-term play that leads to success. If you're trying to figure out, like, over the next 6 to 12 months, we want to expand our, our, our team's capabilities and capacities, awesome. Mm -hmm. Great plan, right? This will help do that, and over time, you'll end up with um, you know, more capabilities, more capacity, hopefully better outcomes, right? We're outcome and impact driven, of course. Uh, but in the short term, oh, we're behind and we only have a month left and we're going to add people. You've just killed your project <laughs> yeah. or your product. You yeah. have almost, you have guaranteed failure the second you do that. Nine and a half, 9.9 .9 times out of 10, right? Yeah. I mean, think, um, let's, let's talk about a little bit the why behind this because you know let's say we're working on this we have you and i have intimate knowledge about all the things we've tried to do 
and uh, and uh, we've worked our tails off. You know, we have all the specific domain stuff going on, and uh, they just add two new people that don't know anything about it. Right. What What do we spend a vast majority of our time doing that first day with those two new people? Onboarding, ramping up, building a rapport, working with them on here's where the tools are, here's how to get started. Um, it, you're just spending your time all over the place trying to get those things ready and locked in. You know, Todd, we just launched a new video series, uh, mm-hmm. Fixing Your Agile Metrics. And so Will Celia, a fellow PST, joined us. And, you know, we're adding a third person to the group. And we've got to get him accustomed to the tools. We probably mm-hmm. spent the first hour just getting him into our tool set, mm-hmm. getting him into the workflow, how this is going to work, mm-hmm. you know, kind of you know how we do shows. And, and it just, you know, it, it killed an hour where we could have recorded three or four episodes and, and, and it got a lot done. It slowed us down. And then, you know, we're building a rapport with him, talking with him and, you know, how do three people interact instead of two? And yeah. You know, and I mean, you and I interact all the time and we have right. this down. We teach classes, we do videos, we've done talks together. We work together right. so much. We have a good rapport, but isn't it interesting that when, and we, we both love Will and have worked with him for a while and same thing with Dan, but with the Kanban videos, but you add that third person. It's like, we have to figure, it's like, it's right. almost like we never worked together before. It's weird. Yeah. Right? And, and so it's just yeah. one of those where we've got to, you got to feel out the situation. You got to learn how to work together. You got, and for a, a scrum team, you know, we're just, we're doing YouTube videos and we hope the content's good and, but it's not nearly as important as launching a major product. And, and so when you've got multiple scrum teams and multiple people and, and you're adding more people on top, the impact is just so much larger. You know, if we've got a kind of, you know, the Tuckman model, right? The forming, mm-hmm. the storming, the norming and performing. If we're trying to weave through that with just creating YouTube content with one extra person, you know, what do you think happens to the scrum team when you drop three new people on it and still expect that to save a date that's a few weeks out? Yeah, it's, it's catastrophe each and every time. So, no, uh, if you're behind schedule, you need to start looking at scope. You need to start yep. looking at the, the, the low value things that you really shouldn't be delivering anyways and eliminating those from your, your sprint or product backlogs. Like this is where we start condensing down on on what we're actually going to build and ensuring that only the truly valuable things are going to end up making it. This is not a people capacity problem. This is a ordering. This is a value. This is an outcome and impact problem. People don't, will not solve this. Yeah. And how did you get into a, a a situation where there is this much urgency around being behind a schedule, right? Like, so were you, were you not all those things you said, Ryan, I, adamantly agree with i i mean we have to do those things but shouldn't we be considering them all the time we should we shouldn't get to a day where we're just like hey we're really behind schedule we should and we knew this was going to happen six months ago and just didn't say anything so i think there's there's a lot at play here it's a great retrospective topic i really think if a team is ever in a state where they're surprised about something there's an anti-pattern or anti-patterns at play in their scrum Mm -hmm. practice we should never be shocked about things. We did a video recently that a product owner should never be shocked about what they see in a sprint review. I don't think stakeholders should ever be stock- shocked in that situation. If we're running late and it's like last minute, we should never be shocked by that. Mm-hmm. And even what running late actually means, we should be constantly managing our scope, our deliverables, our value. And so that when we get in the, these situations just don't happen. 
-hmm. right? We're working, if we're truly working transparently and we're inspecting frequently and we're adapting when necessary, this scenario should not happen. It should not happen. Right. So that's the retro adding people is not a good short term solution. Could not agree more. So, Todd, I think we've uh, taken care of this one today. Mm -hmm. We hope that helps you in your scrum practice. Be Be sure to check out the socials, smash that like and subscribe button. We've got a lot of show content coming out. Your daily scrum, fixing your agile metrics, fixing your Kanban, agile for humans, all sorts of stuff. Craft Brute Agile, all sorts of content. Uh, Make sure you know when the next one drops. Uh, Check out the videos below. We've provided some content that could be helpful. And uh, you know what? Have a great day. Go forward. Do good things. And we will uh, be back with you tomorrow. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and scrum on.